Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I am joined by Fit Vegan superstar, Patrick, the six-pack machine. <laughs> Just made up that, that, that name for you, but they definitely got a six-pack now. Uh, Patrick, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm excited to that we get to chat today and dive into your transformation because you've had a some pretty incredible results uh, for the amount of weight that you've lost and how different your body looks. It's pretty uh, incredible, according to me and all the members that saw your photos on the group calls. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I always like to start off with a little bit of background on the person, right? Because a lot of people, I just like to get excuses out of the way. A lot of people say, I don't have the time to do this. Um, and it's easy for other people because they have less than I have going on in my life. Mm -hmm. I know you have a lot of things going on in your life and it, you don't just work out and eat healthy all day. Um, you have other things that you have to do. And so do you mind giving me a, a quick background as to like, who is Patrick? What do you do for work? And kind of what, what are the things that are, could be preventing you from, you know, exercising and eating healthy every day? Right. Well, uh, I, um, I was kind of. I will say I'm, I'm a funeral director, so my hours are pretty crazy. I'm working 50, 60 hours a week and mostly, you know, I'll go in in the morning and then I'm there pretty late. So I'm pretty adamant to work out. I have to work out first thing in the morning at five or it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I just like, even on my days off, I like working out in the morning. I just want to get it finished. But, um, you know, my day can be, you know, I never know we were there nine to five, but I never know what, what time I'm going to get home. Uh, so yeah, um, been an athlete for most of my life, but never, never really had the body that I wanted to. I mean, I played college basketball, college volleyball, and still, you know, I look at myself now and compared to then, and I'm just like, it's, it's night and day. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of back to work. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a funeral director and embalmer, so I'm literally moving people <laughs> around most of the day yeah. and, you know, I've been vegan since 2012, but always felt like that. I think I told you before that skinny, weak vegan and mm -hmm. felt like I would always like take the low, the lesser weight end of the person that we were moving. And I always felt weak to my coworkers who none of them are plant-based and, you know, they're always just like, okay, here comes the skinny, skinny vegan guy. Give him the, the light end. Yeah. Uh, but was prior to the program was plant-based. Um, but you know, a little bit of a, in the last three years I had cleaned up my eating, but I was junk food vegan for a long time. And so had that kind of what you say all the time, that skinny fat look. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious what made you want to, to do that shift? Like, was it that you were just tired of feeling like a, a skinny weak vegan what, like, what, what was the trigger? that I was like, I need to do something about this. Um, so I was pretty into CrossFit for about four or five years and kind of the same thing. I felt like the weak guy. Like I always, you know, I would see those shirts that say, you know, you guys have the fit vegan or, you know, something chef AJ always has a lot of cool shirts, but I was like, I don't even want to wear these because I feel so weak. And they will be like, yeah, exactly. That's why you can't do anything. Um, but I loved CrossFit, but it was frustrating because I just felt like I should be moving a lot more weight and I couldn't. And I it was just like, I feel like I'm trying to clean up my food, but I wasn't kind of like now I wasn't focused on, um, the protein side of things. Um, yeah. I started, I came into the funeral industry late. It's a second career. And so most people at my age at this point are like, you know, dealing with bad backs and um, kind of ready to get out. And I want to be able to, you know, not be that person that has to struggle along at work or rely on the younger folks to, to help me. I want to be able to uh, do my job as well as, I, you know, I like to travel and do things. So I, I want to be able to not, um, you know, just have to worry about my back hurts. Oh, it's age, um, you know, my leg, this, that, and the other. I, I don't, I want to be able to be act healthy and active into later years 
Yeah. Well, you're definitely on the right path. And I think you're definitely already there. Like you mentioned, comparing to how you were in college versus how you look now. I think it's, um, I've never seen a photo of you in college, but <laughs> you look pretty shredded now. So <laughs> I never right? had a six pack. I mean, I was a skinny kid growing up, but I yeah. had a six pack. I felt like it was there, but it was really covered up. Yeah. So this is your, so I just, I, I pulled up your profile before. Just, you're 53. So this yep. is your first six pack at 53. Yep. yep. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Most people think of like, well, I passed that stage. I won't be able to get there. Um, and you have a really like defined six pack. Like you told me before we started recording, you go to Mexico. So I'm excited for you. Just <laughs> walk shirtless. Enjoy it. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Just no shirt. Hey, when I lived in Mexico, I wore a shirt only when I went to fancy restaurants. Yeah. The rest of the time I was shirtless. You just get a tan. You just, in, just freedom, right? Freedom of not wearing just shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm curious, you mentioned you were, you were junk food vegan, you were doing some CrossFit, having a little bit of hard time with, um, you know, being able to push some more weights. Was there any other struggle that you had be, before starting that were like, those are areas that I also want to improve? Um, well, I mean, I've, it's, it's been a long process of cleaning up my diet. Um, mm -hmm. I found you through Chef AJ. So I was a big follower of Chef AJ, Well Your World, Nutmeg Notebook. And those, they taught me a lot on you know food prep and you know the foods that the calorie density and things like that but i still you know it was like you know they would say eat as much as you want eat as and I, you know i love sweet potatoes and i would just you know i'd eat two and three sweet potatoes in a meal and i was just like i don't understand they're always talking about the weight falling off and it's i mean great i definitely lost weight um yeah. but i wasn't feeling strong and i still was like you know just soft uh, mm -hmm. And so I wanted to just, and I would look at, um, you know, other vegans on Instagram and I was just like, I don't understand why that's not happening for me. I feel like I'm trying to be focused and try to eat the right things, but it, it, it's not happening. So I really wanted to shift. So I actually got out of CrossFit and was like, okay, I'm going to really work on, uh, I joined a gym. I want to work on my mobility because I was having problems with squats just because of my ankle mobility and hip mobility. So I wanted to work on that, but I would kind of wander around the gym and I was like, I need focus. I know I've used the gym for years. I love the gym, but I didn't have any type of structure. Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, I'd be like, oh, let me watch this on Instagram for a while and then I'm going to try this. And then, you know, I'd do that for a week or so and then I'd see something else. And so there was no, there was no structure to it. Yeah. It sounds uh, like red shiny object syndrome. Right. It's like, well, this might work. And then you do it for a little bit of time. And they're like, oh, but this new thing might work better. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like what you said, because this comment has come up often in the last few podcasts I've recorded with members, which is eat as much as you want, as long as it's plant based mm -hmm. and the weight will just fall off. And, you know, there's some truth to it. I, I, I do agree to it to a certain extent, but they everyone that promotes that focuses on health and just healthy body. No one's focused on body composition, which is a different ball game. Right. When you want to have great, it's one thing to be like light <coughs> and skinny, but it's another to be like lean and have muscle definition. It's a, it's a different approach, right? It's not, you can't use, you eat the same foods, but just as you saw now in different proportions and you put an emphasis on protein versus eating, you know, three to four sweet potatoes because you want to eat as much as you can. Right. Um, so I'm curious, what was that shift for you going from focusing on eating whole food plant-based and cleaning up your diet and eating as much as you want to now the, the structure that we've given you, like, what were the, some of the key things that changed, um, that you would attribute your transformation to? Um, well, I want to kind of back up like first, one of the changes was I also, even though I've been plant-based since like 2012, I was having a lot of stomach issues. So constant bloating, um, after I'd eat. And then I didn't realize kind of once I came into the program and was eating more, you know, there was a guide of how much to eat. I realized that I was like, wow, I'm not bloating as much because I think I was eating too much, um, in mm -hmm. sitting and it, I still have it. I'm still working on it a little bit, but that has helped me. Um, just realized that I'm like, I don't, I would eat till I was full. And in my mind, I was like, I'll eat as much as I can. And then I won't eat any junk food afterwards because I'll be too full to, to eat yeah. uh, later. But sort of with the control of those portions, um, I've noticed that I feel a lot better uh, on with the stomach issues. Um, and I was already, 
gotten to the point where, you know, I'd worked hard to get that um, optimal blood work. So my blood work was already optimal. I went to, um, for my 50th birthday, I drug my now husband at the time we were dating um, to True North. And he was just like, really? Oh, yeah. I pay all this money to not eat. And I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and it was great. I learned a lot from it. But I still, I mean, I, I should show you a picture of that where I look like I'm malnourished. I lost so much. Weight. I only did it for five days. I lost so much weight. But I was like, N yeah. this still isn't it. This still isn't the body that I want. Um, but sorry, I just lost track of your question. The, the transformation has just been like, I feel stronger. And it was pretty, I would say it was pretty quickly within the first month or so, I was starting to feel better at the gym, but also had focus at the gym. So it was like, yeah, okay, and I, I, I actually have a plan. And it still took me a little while because even though I had been going to the gym for a while, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, I'm not quite sure how to use that piece of equipment. I've seen this, but how do I modify? So um, uh, I was able to like a little bit from my CrossFit days, I was able to pull some modifications, like some basics. Yeah. yeah. So like you can't do this, but you can step back and do this and build up to it. Um, so it was just life changing in the gym. I felt so much more comfortable after a while of just like, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. And the same with food. I have a plan. I know what I'm doing and this is how much I eat. And I would get hungry a little bit now and then, but then, you know, Sarah would say, well, eat more vegetables. And so I was like, okay, yeah. I, I love that. So, uh, um, that was able to kind of fill me up a little bit more. So I've just felt, I was just yeah. feeling better, uh, just stronger, feeling better with food um, in a pretty, uh, pretty short amount of time. Yeah. So what was, how, how did the, the protein to like carb ratio change from before the program to, to now? I mean, I running? wasn't focusing on protein at all. I mean, I would eat protein, but I wasn't, I had no yeah. idea how much protein I was eating. Um, and so now, you know, it's just, and, and I got a little freaked out for a while when we went into the reverse diet, I was, I would look at, because I, I was using the meal plan in the, for the, probably the first three months. And then I started using the yeah. a guide just, yeah. I kind of got bored and I take way too long on meal prep. So I was like, okay, I will, you know, Sarah's like, okay, we'll try this. So using that has helped me, um, just really pay attention to what, Cause I needed to see it. Like I loved in the beginning that you guys were giving me like, just eat this and just go. But like now for, for me, I think for down the road, I was like, I need to see exactly what this looks like because I would just have a food yeah. already prepared and then just eat this dish and you're good. But I was like, well, how much protein is in there? How much carbs are, how much fat is in there? Um, and as much I never, as I never wanted to calorie count, like I actually kind of like it now. And I was like, I can see what's in this food. I can see when I go out what's in this food. Yeah. Um, but, and understanding like you, I think you guys always mention like, it's not that it does, it's not that hard for the protein to add up. And I didn't yeah. rely on protein powders. I wanted to do it through food mostly, uh, yeah. but it's, it's helped to be able to see what it looks like. Uh -huh. And as you probably noticed at this point, it's only a few conscious decisions of changes, right? So instead of like three sweet potatoes, you have like one and a half and then you have a block of tofu with it, mm -hmm. right? I, I just added an additional 30 to 40 grams, depending if it's like soft or firm tofu. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, It adds up pretty quickly. It's just that we tend to want to eat more of the, the carbohydrates foods and the foods that are higher in fats, which will take a, a bulk of your calories. And it's just about like, hey, let's just have less of this and then a little bit more of the protein and you'll be able to hit like a hundred plus grams mm -hmm. very easily per day. Um, and you know, I mentioned you, you mentioned reverse dieting. So for, for people listening, Patrick, um, isn't in reverse dieting now he's getting leaner as we're adding more food. You can tell by his photos, his body is just like tightening up. Um, and it, cause it, it kind of acts as a lean bulk and, you know, what, what amount of calorie are you at right now for your reverse diet? This went up. Well, this week we went up to 22. 2200. Okay. Nice. So you, you have a, you, you have some ways to go to, to be at that, that top end of how much food you're going to be able to eat. But how, how has that experience been for you um, to go through the fat loss, lose the weight? Cause I think that right now, so far you're down 18 pounds, right? Yep. Because so you're continuing to lose weight throughout the reverse diet and you hit a new low today, the day that we're recording yep. at, at 140. Um, 
going from the fat loss to the reverse dieting. So it's like, hey, we lost the weight. Now, Patrick, we're going to add more food for you to eat. Was there uh, any fears, apprehension? Like what was going on for you? Um, I was excited for that to happen, but I, you know, I had told Sarah, I was freaking out because I was just like, what if I mess up? Like, I'm not going to be exactly at those calories and it's going to throw off my whole reverse diet. Um, so I was really, I, I, I think I stressed about it for probably a month and a half. I was like, when are we doing this reverse diet? Because I don't know if I'm ready. Um, I'm like, I'm fine yeah. calories. And when we started it, I, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready. And Sarah's like, you're fine. Let's just, you're, you'll be fine doing it. And we stayed. Um, because I went, I went on a vacation and I kind of just went mm. the rails on vacation, but learning from you guys in, in the past, I was like, Oh my God, I gained so much weight, but I ha- totally had an understanding that it was, um, the sodium and water, um, yeah. from the stuff that I ate, but we stick, we stuck with, uh, I don't know where we were when I went on vacation, but we stayed at that one for maybe two weeks, maybe. And then it, mm. we rolled into the holidays. So we stayed at that for like maybe three weeks. And then yeah. increase. Um, and so that was like, I was like, I don't want to wait that long. Like now I'm ready to move up the calories, but it was good. It was a good thing to do because then I could kind of get myself organized. And um, now we're going up and now I'm like, yay, I can have more pancakes or I can have a little bit more sweet potato. Um, yeah. Or, and it's been easy, a little bit easier to play with going out, um, mm-hmm. play with the calories. a little. It is. Yeah, you definitely have more wiggle room when you're eating out. You can afford to have meals that otherwise would take up like, you know, 40% of your calories for the day. Right. Um, and you're just you're just starting. Once you get close to that, like near that 3,000, like it's a, it's a great place to be. Hey, you go out, you're like, I can have pretty much anything on this menu right now. Um, so I, I, I am curious, Patrick, like have you have you ever worked with an online coach before? And did you have any like fears or apprehension before starting because i think i remember like the interview i did with chef aj and i think that's originally where you heard of me the first time yeah yeah um i i've never done an online coach and so i was like i mean i i was immediately intrigued when i saw it i was like oh my god this is what i've been looking for uh when i heard the interview and it was like as soon as i finished the interview i, lo- I looked you up and started to get in the information. Um, and then when I had the onboard call, I was, I was freaked out by the, honestly, the cost. And I was just mm-hmm. like, Ooh, you know, and, you know, sometimes I see a shiny new object and I was like, this is a pretty expensive shiny new object. Like, am I going to commit to this? Um, and so mm-hmm. I struggled with it for a while. Um, and then I was like, well, all right, if I'm going to try it, then I pretty much had to have a, a good talk with myself. Like, if you're going to try this, you're really going to put forth the effort for the for what you're going to pay for it and give it a. a yeah. um, and so then I made the decision and I was I was, you know, pretty quickly on. I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Was it worth the investment? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've renewed twice. Yeah, because I'm a, I think. Yeah. Seven, I think, and I, I'm, yeah. I've, I've gone, I've paid up through eight months. Uh, yeah. But I was a little worried, you know. In the beginning, it was like, okay, three months, and then three months of reverse, and then I was like worried because I didn't, I didn't really have a goal weight because I, you know, when mm-hmm. people asked that question, I was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be because I do know muscle weighs more than fat, so I don't know what I'm supposed to be. So I was just like, yeah. oh, I kind of looked at, you know, how much did I weigh in high school? Sure, that's a target, but I I got to that pretty quickly, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of always been the number I've been shooting for. But that didn't really mean anything. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know, then I was like, the more calls I listened to, I was like, well, this reverse diet thing is going to take a lot longer. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, you know, you guys just keep saying trust the process. So I was like, let's just trust the process and see how it goes. And Nobody's like, you know, holding my feet to the fire as far as like, if I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to renew fine. But I was like, but let's just mm-hmm. see in the results. And, um, and you know, it's just, I thought, you know, when, you know, you say be patient, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to come, it still came way faster than I thought. Like I was like, oh, this is going to be like, I was like, I'm going to spend so much money. It's going to be well over a year before I see anything any kind of results. Cause that's what I always thought in my previous tries. Uh, yeah. and it was, it was, and again, it was, it was slow, but it was a lot faster than I anticipated. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
It does. But a big part of it is because you were dedicated and you were disciplined to the process and you trusted the process, right? That's a, a big thing we see with members is um, a lack of coachability makes it harder to see progression because people tend to want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I, I want to eat this way. I'm like, the reason you are here is because you were eating this way, right? So we need to do something different to get you to a different place. And you, you know, you followed the game plan and now you have like an awesome six pack and we're continuing to add food and it's going to get even more of the fine. You're going to put on some more muscle. Um, and I, and I promise you're going to feel like a complete different man once you're at the end of that reverse diet, mm-hmm. because once you get past the like five, 600 calories added, to your bottom line for your calorie deficit mm-hmm. there's a big shift in, in like how much energy and strength you have per day you just feel like you can move anything mm-hmm. right like you, you just feel like you can move anything so i'm excited for you to get to that place where just strength is unlimited you feel like you can lift a car i don't know if you'll be able to but you'll feel like you could <laughs> and i'm ready for that i mean i definitely feel great in my workouts but i still feel like i was like i feel like i should have more energy um and I'm not, I mean, again, I can work a 12 hour day and I'm fine. Uh, but I'm going yeah. home, I'm definitely ready to eat and go to bed. But I was like, I feel like I was like, I feel like there should be more energy. So I'm just like trying to be patient, just like, you, you know, add the calories, as you said, and, and kind of see how it goes. Yeah. Well, you're still in a deficit technically, right? So <laughs> right. energy is depleted. So it's normal. Um, but yeah, once you get back up to that maintenance level, that's a, it, it's a game changer. Um, it'll feel really good. Um, so I'm curious, like, what would you attribute your the success that you've had in terms of, of fat loss and body composition so far? Like, what were the tools that were the most helpful to you um, throughout the program? Um, I mean, I would say the consistent one that I that I committed to being consistent um, and and I'm it's uh, I've been I've been very consistent with the workouts. That's not been a problem for me. Um, I you know I love. Again, I just didn't have the concept of like, okay, you're like, okay, you got seven days to get these four days in, just make it fit in there. Um, and so that having that flexibility um, has been helpful. Uh, but I'm like, okay, I can't go today. But I'm like, I still have three more days to, to work this out. Um, mm-hmm. The meal, the, I mean, I've listened for, was, oh, I started in the summer. So I was listening to like all the calls. I couldn't get on them before because of my schedule. So I would just listen. Yeah or my walks. And so they they're the replays are really helpful or being on the calls as well has been really helpful. I'm not as active in the chat. I'll post some stuff now and then I'll flip through them now and then, but the, the, uh, calls definitely help. I mean, I listen to your, if I'm not listening to a call, uh, in the morning, uh, you know, I'm working when I'm working out, I'm listening to one of your, one of your uh, podcasts. Um, and so, yeah, which, which you're on now, (laughs) right? Um, so I'll switch back and forth and listening to those, but that's been really helpful. I mean, Sarah's very patient. I, I think I was expecting like in the beginning, I think I was expecting someone to like, not yell at me, but I was like, you know, I would be like, come on, you need to do this. And Sarah's just like, okay, well, let's try Let's do this. And she's just so laid back and, and relaxed, but we'll give, gives, gives the guidance for sure. Um, yeah. but you know, I'm just like, wasn't she going to yell at me? Like, you know, I'm like, Hey, I ate this thing. This other, and she's like, okay, well move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and so I, you know, I was just like, okay, well the, you know, you've got to ultimately discipline yourself, um, to, you know, to, to make it happen. Like, you know, Sarah can't do it for me. Um, so mm-hmm. taking the information and, and try to, you know, just put it to put it into action. Yeah. Well, I love you shared that because, um, I, I've personally been a part of a lot of coaching programs way before, um, when I was doing bodybuilding and all that, and that really like hard approach, uh, didn't, didn't serve me. I've never really seen it serve anyone mm-hmm. because if you say like, Hey, I, I feel guilt because I ate this thing and I went off track and then like, we basically shit on you for doing it. You feel worse, which leads to more self-sabotage and less, believe in yourself that like, Hey, you have the ability to do this. And it doesn't serve anyone to criticize Mm -hmm. anyone about a decision. It's just like, great. You ate a pizza. All right. Win the next meal, right? Like the pizza is not going to destroy the whole transformation, but if we beat you over the head with it, then it might destroy the whole transformation because you might just decide to be like, I can't do this. This is too hard. And I think that's, um, 
that's why I love coach Sarah. That's why I love coach Nicole. And like, we all have the same approach, mm-hmm. right? It's like you messed up. Cool. Happens. Get back on track. Don't need to beat yourself up over it. You don't need to like drag this mistake and create 10 more out of it. basically. Right. right. And that's also helped me learn that even not having somebody yell at me, but then not yelling at myself then and just be like, okay, whatever, mm-hmm. you're fine. Um, and you know, I, I, Sometimes I feel like I focus on the scale too much, but at the same time, I was like, but now I have an understanding of like, why did that number move? Like you didn't just suddenly gain five pounds in a day or two, yeah. even on my vacation for a week. Like you didn't suddenly just gain five pounds during that vacation. Like just relax, get back on plan. And, you know, and, and then everything just kind of shifts back. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's been, it's, it's been easier on me. Cause I think also coming in, I was in this mindset of, you know, just don't eat those things. You just have to stop eating those things. And I was like, well, that I, there are things that I really like. And so I don't feel guilty now. I was like, you know what, if I want a vegan chocolate chip cookie, which I love, like now, I, yeah, of course, how many calories is it? And how can I shift? And now I, now I have a better understanding um, of like, okay, what is that going to do? How do you shift things versus like, oh, I can never have these things again. That's, that's just gonna, that's going to work for so many months. And then I'm just going to go nuts and binge on it. Yeah. Well, that's what makes it sustainable right is you're you're going to the restaurant with your partner like cool like enjoy yourself mm-hmm. if in your calories if it takes shit half of your calories for the day fast eat a big pro- get a big protein smoothie and then uh enjoy your dinner right you're not going to do that every day so it's fine from time to time um yeah that that flexibility is is extremely important uh, there's something you said i want to add to but i i, I lost i lost my train of thought on it um, what was it before the calories that you were sharing? Uh, I mean, having those snacks, like trying to eliminate, trying to, the, the strategy of eliminating those things altogether. Like just, you just can't eat them anymore. Um, and that's why I would laugh with like, Chef AJ. she's like, well, I haven't had this in like eight years. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I'm like, I need to have this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have vegan ice cream once a week. What's that? Minimum. I have vegan ice cream once a mm-hmm. week. Minimum. Yeah, it was just like, you know, if I if I don't have it, then I'm just going to think about it and think about it and think about it. And um, I mean, I definitely, you know, all of those, you know, from you guys and all those other I picked up little pieces and they're they're helping me along the way. So, you know, I definitely try not to have stuff in the house because, you know, then I will come home from like a 12, 14 hour day and be like, I got to have something. Um, yeah. So I, and the most I, convenient I, thing is what you go for. What's that? And the most convenient thing right. is typically what you go for in that scenario. So now I'll like get it because I'm going to have it on this day versus like leaving a whole bunch in the house and then just be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. I just remember what I wanted to share. Okay. It was about the putting on five pounds. Oh. Um, if you want to put on five pounds in a day, eat a bag of chips and drink one glass of wine. <laughs> Ton of water retention. You'll, you'll literally put on five pounds the next day. Um, and to put it in perspective, right? That there's the theoretical math out there that if you have to do a calorie deficit of 3,500 calories per week, which is 500 calories per day to lose one pound a week. Mm -hmm. All right. But that's false because for you, for every other transformation we've ever done, we can make people lose that on like a hundred calorie deficit, right? Like if you go slow and steady body adapts, you can lose, we had someone lose 30 pounds on a 300 calorie deficit, but it was like spread over time. Right. right? So it's about being smart with it. But if you do the math, in order for you to put on one pound of fat, you have to eat 3,500 calories on top of your maintenance for the average for the week. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's one for, so for you to put on five pounds so five times 3,500, you have to overeat that many calories in one week. Like you have to make a conscious effort right. to eat that much food every single day. Like it just, it just doesn't happen for you to put on that much weight. Right. Right. And that you guys have taught me that. Cause again, like I would just freak out and look at the scale. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Cause I could eat a bag of chips before. Um, yeah. Love those. Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but I, I used to eat those. And I'm just like, and they're, they're not, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just now having an understanding of like what's really happening uh, with my body is, has helped uh, tremendously. I would say that's probably one of my biggest takeaways from the program. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> we I talked about this often, right? Consistency compounds in the program and on the group calls. 
Um, and the result of your success is because of consistency, right? And I'm pretty sure you didn't want to always wake up in the morning and go and do your workout every single time. <laughs> I'm pretty confident you didn't want to always make the right decision and stay within your calories right. for, for the day. So what, what helped you stay consistent with the game plan the majority of the time? Right. Cause it's not, it's not about perfection. It's about consistency over time. And that's for the members that are listening and the people that are potentially interested in, in, in joining us or transforming by themselves. Like what helped you be consistent and have that higher degree of discipline that allowed you to now have a six, your first six pack at 53. Um, I think just seeing that the progress was happening and I believe like, and like trusting that process. Um, the other thing that I think was surprising for me is I was, um, I always hated to run. And then like around, around when I turned 40, I started running and then I, and cause I was like, this is how I'm going to lose weight. And, um, so I was running, running and then I, and then kind of during COVID, I couldn't really get to a gym. So I, I was running more, um, and then I was, I was, I burned myself out. And then I was like, uh, this is not going to work unless I have to do a whole bunch of cardio. And like, so I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, besides walking and getting my steps in and my warm up, I don't do any other cardio. And so I would, and I was like, oh, today's going to be the day that Sarah's going to say, we're going to have to add in cardio. And she's like, if you don't want to do cardio. We're not going to, I mean, we're not going to run. Uh, yeah. And so that's been good. But I think, um, so again, realizing that the progress is going to happen and I don't have to do these extreme measures. I don't have to do fasting. I don't have to run like crazy. Um, and then just seeing that it, that, that it's working. And I think that's what kept me consistent. I mean, the gym has been fairly easy for me. Like I, I actually get mad if I'm like, Oh, if I'm on call for work and I get a call during while I'm in the, at the gym in the morning, I'm just like, Oh, it's just throwing me off. Like I hate missing the gym when I travel my husband's just like, really? You're going to go find a gym? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go find a gym. Of course. <laughs> and um, and he's like, all right, well, because he, he, you know, he does his own thing, but he's just like, I'm not going to the gym while I'm on vacation. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just going to go disappear for a little while and then I'll be back. Uh, yeah. He's learned to just let me. He's not plant-based, but because I cook, he lets me cook. Uh, mm -hmm. He'll eat it. So, but when we're out, when he goes out, he'll, he'll eat meat, but um he just, he's just, he deals with my, today I'm going to try this. And do you want to try it? <laughs> uh, so he goes along with it. But um, really just seeing that it was, the program is working. And so that's what mm -hmm. kept me consistent. And that even if I mess up uh, on food, it's still working. And then it's just gonna, it may take, my body may hold on to the water or salt for three, four, five days. But usually by the end of the week, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, released again or i go to the bathroom <laughs> it's released again uh yeah and then it's just like okay yeah it's still working it's not there, there's not been a uh i mean definitely i i was not meal prep was taking me a long time and my day off i was like i feel like i'm taking so much so i started you know when sarah and nicole started doing the tips like that has helped and so now yeah. i um you know i kind of do those staples and have them there and it's easier but um, that was probably what was hardest for me, but again, realizing like it's working, just, you might mess up here and there, but it's still working. So just keep staying, uh, consistent. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, um, trusting the process, doing the work, you see the results and what you shared of, if I mess up and it might take three to four days for the weight to come back down. Um, that's a hard thing for people to grasp sometimes, right? It's like, I messed up. <clears throat> but I don't want the weight to be up the next day. Mm. And the, the body is not a, it's a, it's just, it's reaction, right? It's like, well, you did this. Now this happens. Now we just have to wait until it goes away. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I've seen throughout the years is something that throws people off. It's like, I, I sabotaged the whole transformation because I had vegan cake and wine. And now my weight spiked up five pounds the next day. Like the whole thing is screwed. Um, so I'm really happy that you're able to kind of overcome that that little like three to four day phase of like it's cool it's gonna come back down um was it like that the first time it oh, happened no it was a process for sure like I, <laughs> oh my god look at the scale like and i'd freak out and and you know in the beginning a few times i was like well i'm just not gonna eat but i mean we were at lower calories i'm like no i have to eat i'm hungry <laughs> um 
Yeah. So like, you know, and, and I had, you know, I did fasting for almost a year. So then like, I would kind of roll back into that a little bit mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, nope, they're saying like, just don't do that. And so it took me a while to kind of trust that part of the process and just be like, okay, yes, it's, it's going to come back. Like it happened enough times that, um, I was like, okay, I can trust it. I can trust that my weight's going to come back down. I'm fine. Um, but yeah, in the beginning I was just like, oh geez, I'm like, I already messed this up. (laughs) Um, and because I've lost weight before and then, you know, the usual, you go back to eating the same way. And then I'm just, and like, it's like, I don't even notice. Like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, how did I gain this weight back? <laughs> yeah. It just comes back on really fast yeah. after. And, but it, like, I, it's like, I don't notice. I'm like, nope, I'm fine. I can eat this. I can eat this. And I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm happy you're doing reverse dieting right now. Right. Cause it's just going to allow you to like tighten up like your body <laughs> and then for you to eat a ton of food to maintain. And it'll be really hard for you to screw up. Like you're, you're going to have to like consciously try to overeat. Uh, because of the types of food that you're eating, which are whole food plant-based for the most part, mm-hmm. like it's really high volume. So when we get you to like, for example, 3000 calories, 3000 calories of whole food plant-based, like that is a lot Can't of even fa- to eat. So I'm like at 2200, I'm like, that's 800 more calories. Like really? <laughs> yeah. So you, your food choices changes a little bit, right? You start to add a bit more like hemp seeds and things yeah. like chia seeds, or you, some nut butters a little bit more like, you, you have to go for more calorie dense food because right. if you eat the same way in terms of volume that you were eating at the lower set of calories, like you're going to be chewing food all day at 3000, right? So you need to make like some sweet, oh, I don't know if you ever tried that sweet potatoes in the oven cut in half. You put some almond butter, it kind of melts uh. with some cinnamon in there. It's so good. It's so I mean, good. That's like a luxury. I mean, I love sweet potatoes. I don't put anything on them. I love them anyway, but uh, like the, the Hawaiian sweet potatoes and the, um, uh, Marisaki, but yeah, that, that sounds decadent. <laughs> so my... It's, it's a dessert. Yeah. It's a, I'm balking right now. So it's like a dessert that I just have after, after a meal. I'm going to have to tell, I'll, I'll wait. That'll be a little too soon. <laughs> I throw it, it is a lot of calories up quick. So I'm like, I love almond butter. I have to like reel it in. Yeah. Um, so actually I'm curious, was there any food that you had to take out of your house that you were like, that you would typically keep like, and mm-hmm. the reason I bring that up because you said like, I love uh, almond butter. Um, we had a member who, if he had peanut butter, he would just end up eating it by the spoon mm-hmm. when it came to nighttime. So I was like, you need to like throw the peanut butter away. And we did it on a zoom call together. He threw it in the, uh, in the garbage and then he never bought it after. Uh, but it was like his thing. I was like, if, if it's there, like I'm going to end up eating it. Mm-hmm. Was there some of these foods that would be considered like, I would say like healthy, like peanut butter, yeah. nut butters that you're like, I just can't I have in the house. Love medjool dates. And yes, through the Trader Joe's container in like two days. And I was like, they're so, you know, I knew they were calorie dense. I'm like, they're, but I was like, this is all right. I'm not eating candy. I'm eating dates. Um, yeah. So in the beginning, I would not have them in the house or if a recipe called for them, I would just go buy them in bulk and just yep. buy like however many I needed. Uh, now I'm to the point uh, like I get the big one at Costco and it lasts me. Like I, I won't allow myself to eat dates just as a snack because I mm-hmm. feel like that's going to trigger cause that they are they are such a downfall for me, but I, I, um, I just use them in whatever I'm preparing. Uh, yeah. but for a while I would not have any more than like four dates <laughs> in the refrigerator. And that was like that specifically for that meal. Uh, yeah. So that was well, that's- probably the big thing. That's good. You know yourself. You're able to kind of find these little tricks. And like w- originally what you said, like eating whole food plant-based, people tell you as much as you want. Mm. Dates are dense in calories. I knew that. Like there's a lot in there. Like <laughs> FAJ's chart. And I was like, it's way over here. It's a whole food. But but like I was like, but I love because I – this is crazy. I love candy corn and Swedish fish. And so those yeah. down for, for a really long time. And so like, I, you know, stopped eating those and I was like, Oh, well I found dates. Like it's got that sweetness. Um, and so like, it's a joke every year. It's almost like I'm in recovery from candy corn. So I'm just like, my friends are like, Oh, it's this time of year. Do you, have you had your candy corn? I was like, Nope, haven't had it now. Three years, four, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not going to, I'm like, cause that's almost like the dates. Like if I have one, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get a whole bag of those. Yeah, sugar is addicting for sure, and that's why, like, 
especially candy because they're so small kind of like same thing for chips mm. I, I don't know if you found this but um, you know we talked about like flexibility and being able to include, include foods that you enjoy a little bit more mm-hmm. um some people uh have a hard time potentially managing like hey i'm just gonna get have three cookies with like a cup of unsweet almond milk how do you manage making things fit in is it the is it the uh i want to say the, the words i want to use the word restriction lightly mm-hmm. is it the restriction of like i am i only have this amount of calories for this thing so therefore i will only have three versus being like i eat three and it's like shit i want the whole box like how did you manage respecting that um i mean since the reverse diet i started using uh my fitness pal consistently because i was like i need to see this and then I can get those foods and see like how many calories they, they are. Um, and so again, since we started adding calories, I've got more flexibility. So I'm like, okay, I know that, you know, my breakfast, my, I kind of, I mean, I try to vary up my food, but I'm kind of like bad with the same things. Um, but I was like, I know this is what this is, or I'm going to back off or like tonight I'm going for vegan ice cream. And so I'm going to have to adjust, but, um, I like, there's two cookies that I like. There's the Whole Foods vegan one, and then there's this place called Sweet Pea uh, Bakery and and their cookie. So I know exactly how many calories those are. So I'm like, okay, if you're going to have this, like you, I try to like plan it early. I mean, does it mess up now and then? Yes. But I try to plan early in the day, like, or hey, it's going to be my day off tomorrow. I'm going to go get that cookie. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to work my whole day around that cookie if I want that cookie. Uh, yeah. But learning with my fitness pal, like I played with it before, but I'm playing with it more now and I'm considering getting uh, Lane Norton's app, the the Carbon app. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm playing with that just to, because um, I, now that I'm doing it, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with this. Like, I, I want to know what those off plan things are going to be so that I can adjust. Um, what, yeah, but it, yeah, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes it's like, oh, okay, we're going to dinner, or oh, you know, I try not to eat. It. My coworkers bring a lot of stuff to work, so I try not to eat any of that. And they're like, oh, but we made this one for you. It's vegan. I'm like, no, you know, I don't know what you put in that. I don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's vegan, but how much oil? Like, I'm still gun shy on oil. Sarah's trying to yeah. work me on that, but that was from the you know, no sugar, oil, and salt. So yeah. I'm shy on that. So, but I was like, but when I don't, like, if I'm going to put it in, I know how much is in it. Like, I don't know what you're putting in your. Yeah. And well, usually people, when they make cookies for others, like they go hard on like the heavy yeah. ingredients of sugar and fats. Um, um, it, you know, I'm happy doing my fitness pal and experimenting with that because as person, what I've been doing for, you know, 10 plus years mm-hmm. now. And when you want, like, uh, I know for some people that might be listening, have never checked their food or like, it's crazy to like, be like, I'll plan my day around the cookie. So it's not that necessarily Patrick is planning his day around a cookie. It's like budgeting. Right. Like you have different funds for like, this goes towards like mortgage payment. This goes towards restaurant. This goes towards like activity with your partner. So you're just budgeting a chunk of your calories towards something that you want to enjoy. And then the rest of the day, you focus on nutrient dense foods mm-hmm. to make sure that you stay healthy. Like there's nothing wrong with budgeting a little bit of that calorie for this one thing. And you just, when you budget, you remove it once the money comes into your account, that way you don't have to look at it and you know, it's available when you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I like to see like that flexibility of being able to include foods that you enjoy. Yeah. I love that. Like I didn't anticipate that I was going to have that option. So I was just like, Oh, this is awesome. Like I don't, I mean, it'll be a struggle in Mexico cause there's, they have so many good plant-based places, but again, I don't yeah. them. So, but I'm kind of like, I'm going to work hard up until that point. I'm going to be as healthy as I can while I'm there, but I'm not going to beat myself up cause it's, my first longer vacation in a while. I'm just like, I'm going to enjoy it. But I also want to take off my shirt. And I know that <laughs> I hate certain things. Like I was like, well, now you're going to yeah, be bloated a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the balancing. Well, a little game plan for you for Mexico. Cause um, you're going in two weeks. I'm flying out tomorrow mm. to, to Cabo for two weeks. Okay. So how, how I handle trips, how I'm going to handle this trip and how I handle every single trip when I go to, to different country. Um, uh, I always bring protein powder with yeah. me simply because 
for the amount of calories and the amount of protein you get for the low amount of calories, like it's the best bang for your buck when you're in any new place. Mm. Obviously, when you travel, you want to eat at a different restaurant, you want to experience a culture, you want to try different foods. Uh, and so I always have like one or two scoops of protein powder first thing in the morning. Okay. I get, I get like 40, 50 grams right there. That's like a third of my protein intake for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I go to restaurants, like I can usually add up the rest of the 100 or I'll have like a block of, uh, of tofu um, there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have like protein powder, tofu, and then I'm just going to eat at the restaurant foods that I enjoy to fill up the rest of my calories. And that usually brings me up to like my 150 grams per day okay. plus the rest of my calories. And I'm able to stay on track with the goal that I am after, but like you're eating out. So there's more sodium. Like you, right. you will be more bloated. Just, there will be more water retention. Like you can't, there's no way to get around it unless you cook your own food the whole time. So you kind of have to accept that, but it's Mexico. So you sweat a lot. So you're less <laughs> likely to retain water and look bloated because you're just sweating a lot. So drink water, be shirtless, be in the sun. You'll sweat out the salt, but that's how I handle trips. Okay. Protein powder, a block of tofu or some tempeh. Um, I'll just go to like a vegan store and then I'll just, you know, enjoy myself from there. Um, where were you going to Mexico? Uh, Puerto Vallarta. Okay. I've never been there before. Yeah, love, but we go there all the time. And I actually, I have protein powder stash that I've been holding on to for this trip, but I think I get a little bit more uh, to take with me. So we yeah, we're because we don't usually check bags, but we're actually checking bags this time. So I'm like, perfect. I can put this protein powder in here. Uh, uh, yeah. Things that I'll be able to, to. Your carry on is like half blocks of tofu, Back. half protein powder. <laughs> but now I can just put the, I can put at least a protein powder in the uh, checked luggage. Yeah. 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 You, you'll be fine. You'll have a good time. It's good food. And it's, the protein part is the important part. Um, I want, to, I want to ask you like two last questions. Yep. I know we have a group call with the members and in 10 minutes, have you ever had any time throughout the program where you were lower on your protein? Like when you mentioned like before the holidays and all that, like, was there a time where you were lower on your protein intake than you normally were? Um, off and on, not consistently. Like there might be a day or two here that I'm just like, uh, all right, you know, I've, I've eaten, I came home really late and I was just like, I don't have any more room and I'm literally going to bed. I cannot put any more food in my stomach. Uh, yeah. so that happens sometimes, but I feel like I'm learning and still, I mean, it's, it's still a process, but I'm still learning and focusing more on that. Sometimes I'll sacrifice being a little bit off on the calories just to get the protein. in. Um, so like if I'm going to go to bed, I was like, okay, I could eat this, all this tofu, or I could just quick have a protein drink and just go to bed. Uh, yeah. So yeah. easy on digestion. Huh? easier on digestion right exactly so it's been both like i've there's there's been times but but i don't i don't know if i've ever been off cons like for a long enough time to like notice it at the gym or whatever like usually i'm feeling tired because i worked late and i was like nope gotta get up at four to go to the gym like it doesn't matter um yeah they tired from that but off and on uh, like only a few days but never like a week at a time no. right yeah okay because um we we've had some members be like very consistent like you. And then they had things like where their house was in uh, construction, like busy with work. And then for one week, like they were hitting their calories, but their protein wasn't being hit. Mm -hmm. Right. And one thing that you'll notice, like, I don't, obviously I know you're going to stay on track with it, but for anyone listening to, and for your knowledge, uh, if you do one week where you just drop down your calories by half mm -hmm. to what most people recommend you to eat as a vegan, right? Just like the normal amount to be healthy, but you stick within your calories, your weight will stay the same, but your, your body composition, you'll start to look soft. Yeah. You'll lose, you won't be as strong in the gym. Like there's a significant difference. If you are to lower your protein to what the normal requirement is, right? The 0 0.8 gram per kg of body weight, we're around the 1.2 to 2 gram per kg of body weight. So if you are to like cut it in half, your body, your body composition, you start to look soft and fluffy, mm -hmm. even if you stay at the same amount of calories. So like protein plays a critical role in like you building strength, retaining strength and staying like tight and lean. Mm -hmm. And I've heard yeah. you say that. So it's always been free. I was like, no, get the, get the protein, get the protein. But yeah. I, definitely I, you know, when I came back from New York, I definitely felt soft because I was like, maybe I had all the protein, but I know my calories were way off and I was just bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Patrick, I, I love to ask you this as, uh, as last question that I ask everyone, if there's someone that's listening, that's in a similar position that you were when you first got started, mm -hmm. 
right? Maybe they, they feel like a, a skinny, weak vegan. They feel fluffy and puffy. And they feel like when they go to the gym, they're like, I don't want to rock a fit vegan shirt because I don't feel like I looked apart yet. Um, and they're on the fence of uh, either working with us through the program or just taking on their own transformation. What is something that you would say to them now, you being on the flip side and being a, a what I call a success story? Um, I would say try it. I mean, it's all the stuff that I read before and learned before. It's not all of it, but I mean, it was just like, that's, that's no, you can still do this this way. I mean, and it's not as it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you need to be patient. Um, you know, I think you guys put out a lot of free content that could help somebody just like, I was like, try it out, you know, dip your toe in without making a commitment. But I mean, having the support is going to help you along a lot a lot more, but I mean, you put recipes out there, you put tips out there. Like, I think it's, it's worth, it would, you know, it, I think it's easy enough for somebody to try things, um, before they even join the program. But the structure of the program is, is what helped me for sure. The, the resources have helped. And I, I'd say it's definitely worth the money. Um, but you've got to make the commitment as well. Like, you know, stuff can be, you can have all this stuff there, but if you're not going to commit to yourself, um, and you know, I've, I've, I will be honest. I have not done the cold showers. <laughs> um, That's all right. <laughs> I am not, um, but I mean, you know, you can, I think it's the commitment to yourself. And it's like, if you're going to do it, then, you know, stay, stay consistent and, but don't beat yourself up. Just try, you know, just keep getting back on track. Um, and it's, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's working for me. And I've, you know, if you, if you're consistent, I think it will, you'll be happy with the results. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Well, it's working for you and 600 other people. <laughs> we, exactly. We know, we know it works. Um, so Patrick, I want to say massive thank you for taking the time to jump on the podcast. Uh, really happy to have you on because I know you, you mentioned you listen to uh, a lot of them. So now you're a part of the Fit Vegan Success Story episodes. And uh, yeah, I'll, I will see you in a few minutes on the group call we have with members. And then for everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. And I will see you guys in the next episodes. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.